Hello and welcome to another FL Teams Tampa Bay Lightning show. My name is Zach Milliron, covering the NHL and Tampa Bay Lightning for FL Teams. And it is September. It is here, which means we will have live NHL hockey this month in a matter of weeks. Um, it's truly fantastic. We've almost made it through the offseason and uh, without hockey being played. To put in perspective, the... Uh, Lightning always participate in what's called the Prospect Tournament. This year, it's hosted by the Carolina Hurricanes in Raleigh, North Carolina. That tournament begins September 16th. And then, so what will happen in the tournament is the Lightning will play the Panthers, the Predators, and the Hurricanes. They'll play three games in four days. And really, the tournament is geared towards uh, basically any skater or goaltender in any of the four organizations that are on an entry-level contract, uh, but they could not have played in more than 20, 20 NHL games as far as experience goes, and they have to be 24 years or younger. So still some elite, some potential elite prospects will get time in the tournament, and last year the Lightning hosted it, and it's really a uh, signal for a training camp to begin because after that, the following week, the Lightning will begin training camp, and then the week after that, the Lightning play their first preseason game of the year uh, in, in against the Carolina Hurricanes. So we're here, folks. Uh, we're going to have live NHL hockey to talk about, uh, and it's awesome. The first regular season game is literally about 30 days away, uh, October 7th in Prague. You have the Nashville Predators versus San Jose Sharks. And then later, uh, just a couple days after that, you have the Lightning's first regular season game of the year uh, being played at Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers. So we're here. Uh, it's it's here, and we have a decent amount of things to talk about in today's episode. And uh, I'm glad to be able to bring you the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and NHL content. We appreciate you listening and watching through FL Teams YouTube, FL Teams Apple Podcasts, FLTeams.com. And uh, following on FL Teams Facebook and Twitter, uh, we're happy to bring you all the NHL coverage, and I'm happy to bring you all the Tampa Bay Lightning coverage that I can bring you. Uh, it's going to be a really exciting year. And uh, in today's episode, we're going to really sit down and look at the Atlantic Division. Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit during our free agency episodes and different signs and signings and trades that had occurred. But really today, we're going to look at um, what I believe is by far the toughest division in the NHL this, this year. Um, the second toughest being the Metropolitan Division, and both those divisions are in the Eastern Conference. So overall, as I've said it before, and I'll probably say it a couple other times, but uh, the Eastern Conference, and especially the Atlantic Division, are going to be really tough. Um, there's not going to be a lot of easy games this year for the Lightning or anyone really in the Atlantic. And we're going to kind of get get to that here in a little bit by breaking down some of these other teams. Uh, you know, a lot of teams try to do a lot to improve their team. You know, every team in the NHL the last couple years um, have looked at the Tampa Bay Lightning and they've asked themselves one question during the offseason. How can we beat that team and win the Stanley Cup? And a lot of teams you've seen over the last couple years 
they've chipped away and chipped away, and they've added talent through trades and free agent signings to become more competitive with the Tampa Bay Lightning, whether it be in the Atlantic Division or in the Metropolitan Division uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, a team that definitely comes to mind, the New York Rangers, uh, teams like that that uh, have really gone out and, and they've developed young core and signed veteran free agents and They've said they want to challenge the Lightning, and they have over the years. They've they've definitely been competitive with the Lightning. And, uh, you know, just real quick on the Metro, you know, those are definitely two teams, the Rangers and the, and the Hurricanes, that are going to be uh, fighting for one, two spot in, in the Metro. Uh, you also have the Washington Capitals that I think are going to have a lot better year. Uh, they've they've gone out and gotten solid goaltender uh, Darcy Kemper from the Colorado Avalanche, and uh, I think that they're going to be a lot more improved. Uh, you have the Pittsburgh Penguins who just resigned their coach, Coach Sullivan over there, and uh, they had brought back Malkin and Crosby and company, and I think they're they're certainly not going to be an easy team to play. So obviously the Metro is very talented as well, and you have the New Jersey Devils that made a lot of moves. Uh, no one can forget the Columbus Blue Jackets and getting Johnny Gaudreau. So again, there's not going to be a lot of easy games uh, with the Lightning playing teams from the Metro either. But really want to take an in-depth look on the Atlantic Division because that is the division at the end of the day that the Lightning are going to have to play the most games against. Uh, and as far as how the NHL does the playoffs, uh, it, it's really key to uh, – finish in the top three to avoid a wild card uh, spot, you know. Obviously, I think if the Lightning uh, didn't finish in the top three and they got a wild card spot, it's not impossible to advance, but you're definitely facing the more difficult teams up front in the first round. Uh, but as the Lightning have shown, you know, first place really in the regular season uh, doesn't mean a lot for the Lightning. You know, last year they, uh, uh, they finished third, and they played the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round without home ice advantage, and then they played the Florida Panthers, who were the President's Cup champs in the second round, and, uh, you know, then they went through the Rangers, so definitely going to have an easy road, um, but you always, you know, looking at who you're going to play the most, and definitely the Atlanta division um, is, is a division that's uh, it's going to be competitive, uh, that's an easy way to say it, but there, there's going to be uh, literally every night, every game in the Atlantic Division, I feel like, is, is going to be an all-out just uh, fight to the finish uh, against really good competitive teams that have done a lot this year to improve their rosters. So, first off, I want to start speaking of most improved. I want to talk about what I think is the most improved team in the Atlantic Division. And this is a team that didn't make the playoffs last year. But this team is the Ottawa Senators. Now, the Ottawa Senators, I believe, could finish as high as third in the in the division. Uh, I know that might be crazy to think by some, but they've gone out and really have made a lot of uh, great trades and free agents acquisitions this year. And and I think if they don't finish third, I think they could definitely challenge for a wild card spot for the NHL playoffs. Um, they were able to require uh, acquire Alex. Alex DeBrinkett from the Chicago Blackhawks in basically a trade where the, you know, it's well known that the Blackhawks are pretty much selling off most of their players and going in a full rebuild. So the Ottawa Senators were, uh, you know, fortunate enough to get him. 
Uh, they also signed a uh, somebody who played for the Florida Panthers this year. So if there's any Panther fans uh, listening to this Atlantic Division preview, uh, Claude Giroux, they brought him in, uh, signed him to a three-year deal. Pretty decent player. And, and if that wasn't enough, they were able to improve their goaltending by getting rid of Matt Murray, uh, who and uh, they replaced him with Cam Talbot. So addition, addition by subtraction, I, I believe with that. And we'll get to Matt Murray in a little bit with the Toronto Maple Leafs because that's where he ended up. But um, with all those acquisitions up front and uh, having a top six forward group, there's no doubt that they can definitely compete with any team in the league. And they're going to be a tough out man in the Atlantic division. You know, you kind of saw it the last couple of years. Ottawa was a team that, uh, you know, they played you tough. And they might have been lacking in, in, in some areas as far as skill goes. But um, the Lightning certainly had their battles with them in the regular season over the years. And uh, they were not an easy out before. And this year, they're definitely the most improved team in the division. Second most improved, I'd say, is the Detroit Red Wings. Um, but uh, I think the Red Wings still have a little bit way to go as far as being able to compete with anyone in the league and, uh, you know, potentially slotting them in to make the playoffs. I definitely think the Detroit Red Wings can challenge for a wild card spot. And again, they're going to be another team, um, as Tampa Bay Lightning fans are familiar with, Steve Eiserman, uh, had went home to Detroit, and uh, he's really starting to build that team the correct way, similar to how he kind of built the Lightning overall. And uh, they're certainly not going to be an easy team either. And uh, I, I think that them and Ottawa could definitely challenge for, for a playoff spot. I think Ottawa definitely is a little bit more improved than Detroit, which is why I said that they could finish in the top three, the third spot in the Atlantic, and if not, definitely compete for a wild card spot. And I give them a slight edge over the Red Wings. But uh, definitely uh, two teams that used to be at the bottom, kind of the standings, are, are no longer going to be able to be taken as easy wins by the Lightning or anyone else in the division. You know, you look at also a team who's been rebuilding for years in the Buffalo Sabres. Um, Buffalo Sabres have added some some talent. You know, they had a trade uh, Jack Eichel. That was a trade that needed to be happen needed to happen to restock the talent pool last year, and they did it. And uh, you know, they're certainly going to be competitive. You know, Buffalo always starts out really well, and then they tend to like really fade off. But again, another team that has by far not been an easy opponent for the Lightning to face in the regular season. So, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to uh, certainly be improved. But again, the most improved team in the division is the Ottawa Senators. And, uh, you know, any Lightning fan can remember a uh, long time ago back in the day, but the Ottawa Senators, man, were they were really good. And they, uh, they handed it to the Lightning. Uh, you know, they were a very physical team and had great goal scorers and, you remember Marion Hosa and guys like that, and you know they're they're just really good and really physical, and uh, definitely I think Ottawa is really on the way up, and uh, this year I think that they can definitely compete for a playoff spot. So then I wanted to also talk about a team who's kind of on the fringe, and this team kind of brought back a lot of talent who they've previously played for them, and. Uh, uh, this team is the Boston Bruins. Uh, on paper, the Bruins have a pretty solid team, one would think, solid team. Uh, they have solid, solid goaltending. 
and uh, Jeremy Swayman and uh, Lemus Yulmach. And, uh, you know, they have one of the best defensemen in the game in Charlie McAvoy. Uh, they have brought back uh, Bergeron, Krejci. Uh, they have uh, Brad Marchand, David Pasternak, uh, Taylor Hall uh, to make a really impressive core there. But I think the Bruins, their their issue is going to be uh, they have a lot of injuries going into the season. Uh, some of those guys might not even be back till December or January at the earliest, and so it's going to be a matter of can they can they stay in contention uh, through October, November, December ish. Um, you know, there's an old saying in the NHL that you can't make the playoffs by November or December, but you can certainly really put yourself uh, behind the eight ball as far as being able to make up points and to make a playoff spot. So it's all going to be whether the Boston Bruins can weather the injuries that they have and uh, to come out in, in December and still be that solid team and in good positioning for, for a playoff run uh, going into the latter part of the year, second half of the season. But uh, definitely some recognizable names on the roster still. A uh, longtime Bruins very physical team, and uh, definitely a team that Lightning have had their battles with in the playoffs uh, over the years they have faced in this past year, but uh, definitely a team that cannot be taken lightly in the Atlantic Division. So, so far we've touched on Ottawa, Detroit, Boston, and Buffalo, and we haven't even mentioned any of the top three teams. Uh, like I said, Ottawa I think could challenge for that third spot, but as far as the third three the teams that finished in the top three last year, we haven't even touched upon them. Um, and those three teams, obviously, being Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers, and the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, in no specific order there. But um, first, I want to start with, obviously, Tampa Bay Lightning, since this is mainly a show where it's a lot of Tampa Bay Lightning fans listen to. And, you know, a lot of so-called experts are saying that, on paper, the Lightning uh, – uh, I guess you could say, uh, are not as good as what some experts are saying with the loss of Andre Palat, Ryan McDonough, um, two fan favorites over the years, two guys that really played their hearts out for the Lightning, and uh, they're going to be missed. They're going to be really missed. But one cannot forget that the Lightning, with Andre Vasilevsky, uh, have the best goaltender in the Atlantic Division, and one, if not most likely, um, the best in the National Hockey League uh, for what he's been able to accomplish, is, and he's still a young age. The key is really going to be keeping him healthy, and he's played a lot of games the last couple of years. Between, you know, uh, I believe I saw a stat he's played about seventy percent of all the Lightning games in the regular season the last three three to four years. And he's played all of the playoff games. Uh, and if you add up all the playoff games over the years, you know, obviously with the more play, more games that a, a player like an Andre Vasilevsky plays, the higher potential for him uh, to eventually have, have an injury. And we all hope that does not happen. Uh, I know he trains exceptionally well, and he's, a, he's an amazing athlete. And, uh, you know, the key for key for the Lightning is that Andre Vasilevsky stays healthy. Uh, you know, the Lightning have Brian Elliott behind him, who was a serviceable backup last year. They have some prospects in the minors, but 
you know, the Lightning really, uh, they go as far as Vasilevsky will take them. And, uh, you know, you saw some periods last year in certain games where he looked a little tired. Uh, he maybe gave up some goals that Lightning fans weren't used to seeing him give up. Um, so, you know, it's important that the Lightning management and coaching staff give him proper rest throughout the regular season. You know, lo that load management that, you know, you see a lot in the NBA, uh, but, but really also a key, you know, coming to the NHL with load management, with giving guys, you know, rest days here and there. You see it with Major League Baseball, especially with the Rays. Uh, so, you know, I, I could see Brian Elliott playing in a decent amount of games. When I say decent amount of games, maybe 20 to 25 games uh, this season, not out of the question. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, maybe a little lower than that, maybe closer to 20 than 25. But uh, I definitely don't think the Lightning should uh, uh, play Vasilevsky to the point where he's looking tired. I know Vasilevsky loves to play, and he hates to take rest. He hates to miss games. But obviously for the Tampa Bay Lightning, with the core they still have coming back, the long-term goal is to win another Stanley Cup. And the goal is to reach the playoffs as healthy as possible. Uh, even guys, you know, as skaters go, you know, up front they have several premier talents. Steven Stamkos had a career year last year. Braden Point is coming back from an injury uh, that he suffered against the Maple Leafs last year in the playoffs. He should be good to go. You obviously have Nikita Kucherov. Uh, you know, you, you have guys that have been there, done it. They know what it takes. They're hungry. You know, I keep going back to this, I think, in every show, but it's completely true. And Stamkos made that comment after they lost to the Avalanche that, you know, we're not done. And to me, that, that just resonates in my mind. Um, I think the Lightning are going to be really hungry this year to really prove a lot of people wrong that thought they were done, especially after losing to the Avalanche. You know, they have that taste of defeat in their mouths that they haven't had the last couple of years. And I think they're really going to come out and want to prove prove a statement to a lot of teams and a lot of people on their way to uh, to the playoffs. I do think they're going to make the playoffs. And then, you know, really in the NHL, once you get into the playoffs, you know, if you can stay healthy, I like their chances. But obviously, there's so much that can happen between now and the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll obviously dissect that plenty on FL teams when, when, when that time comes. But right now, we're just looking at the uh, regular season preview when it comes to Atlantic Division. Uh, I want to also then touch on another team, and this was a team that the Lightning came back to defeat in the first round of the playoffs, and that being the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, Toronto, going into the season, goaltending is a huge mystery. Um, they got rid of uh, Jack Campbell and Peter Morazic, who you know, were pretty serviceable goaltenders for the most part uh, in the regular season last year. Um, you know, they had their moments, obviously, but, but overall I thought they were pretty serviceable. And they've replaced them with Matt Murray. And uh, Matt Murray is a major risk. Uh, he, uh, he came from the Ottawa Senators. They got rid of him. He, uh, he, Matt Murray is also the same goalie, though, that led the Pittsburgh Penguins to back-to-back -back Stanley Cups in 2016-2017. But So the question is, at age 28, can he recapture that? You know, Can he have a bounce-back year? If he can, then you know Toronto's going to have an incredible goaltending situation between him and Ilya Samsonov that they picked up. 
But uh, if not, you know, goaltending could be a huge question mark for the Maple Leafs going into the year. You know, up front, they still have guys like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, uh, John Tavares, William Nylander that are going to score plenty of goals for the Maple Leafs. And so it's all going to be determining, you know, the difference between them maybe winning the President's Cup and then finishing second or third in the division is all about that goaltending. And, uh, you know, like I said, the goaltenders they had last year, you know, serviceable. And uh, Jack Campbell and Peter Morazic, but they're hoping, obviously, that Cam Talbot, I'm sorry, not Cam Talbot, uh, he's with the Ottawa Senators, but Matt Murray, um, that they got from the Ottawa Senators, he can uh, have a bounce back here like he did in 2016-2017 when he was with the Penguins. So uh, that's definitely something to watch uh, as a fan. You know, Toronto, uh, as far as a Lightning fan, you know, playing Toronto and stuff, uh, competing with them, how their goaltending situation is directly affects the Lightning, you know. Uh, and then, last but not least, you know, as far as a major breakdown preview in the Atlantic Division, we have our neighbors, Florida Panthers, and I hope that a lot of Panther fans listen and watch this show on FL Teams YouTube and FL Teams Apple Podcast because, you know, the Florida Panthers made a lot of moves this offseason. Um, you know, everybody remembers the huge blockbuster deal with Matthew Kachuk, um, but, uh, you know, they had to give up, give up some players in that trade as well with Jonathan Huberdeau and Mackenzie Weger. Um, they, the Panthers have elite offensive skill, skill level. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, again, great offensive player. He's also going to bring that added toughness and more physicality that I think the Panthers, uh, were, were needing the last couple years, especially last year. You know, he already came out in his opening press conference and said, you know, he hates Tampa, uh, which is only going to heighten that rivalry even more. Um, you know, but they have elite skill between Alexander Barkov and uh, Carter Verhage. You know, they, they have some elite skill and elite talent on that team. And offensively, probably one of the best teams uh, in the league. And right up there, you know, with the Maple Leafs, the Lightning, as far as teams that can really score in the Atlantic Division. Atlantic Division is going to be really exciting to watch this year, from scoring to goaltending to physicality. I mean, it's really going to have it all. I'm, I'm so excited. If you can't if you can't see it, um, it's going to be an exciting year, not just for the Lightning, but really for all these teams in the Atlantic Division as well. But going back to the Florida Panthers, you know, they have, uh, Andre, uh, they have Bobrovsky returning and Spencer Knight, who's a – Great young talent, um, and uh, you know they should be able to help a team that, let's be honest, that lacks on defense, especially after getting rid of McKenzie Weger. And um, you know they're the Florida Panthers probably in the regular season going to have to rely in a, a lot of games on outscoring people, and you can do that in the regular season. You know you saw the Panthers last year; they had an, an impeccable regular season. They won the President Cup trophy and. No one can take that away from them. Um, they had a tremendous year. I have a lot of respect for the Florida Panthers. You know, even being someone who uh, primarily covers the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, uh, but I, you know, I have a lot of respect for the Florida Panthers. And I don't care what people say of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. It is a rivalry. They're they play in the same state. They're in the same division. Um, people that say it's not a rivalry, uh, they don't know hockey, and especially in the state of Florida. You know, 
a rivalry, it doesn't matter, you know, if a team's really good or really bad, all that matters is when those teams play each other, um, there's something more on the line than just, than just a win. There's a lot of pride. And there's a lot of in-state pride with the Panthers and the Lightning uh, meeting in the last two years in the playoffs, uh, going back to the 90s, you know, with playing each other and, you know, having just a lot of, uh, you know, just a lot of physical matchups and a lot of fights over the years and, you know, words back and forth, especially now with Matthew Kachuk, you know, I think he's going to uh, ignite that rivalry even more. You know, you don't think the Lightning players, when they heard that he came out and said he hates Tampa, now he's with the in-state rival. You don't think the Lightning Panthers, you know, are like, okay, man, let's go. Let's go. Uh, it's definitely going to be an incredible year of hockey in the state of Florida uh, because I think the Panthers and the Lightning are going to be really good again and challenge for, you know, a top three spot in the Atlantic Division, both those teams. Um, the Panthers, you know, again, they, they lack on defense. That could push them to a wild card spot. Also, depending on how great Ottawa really is with their new additions. But I see the Florida Panthers making the playoffs and uh, definitely challenging for a top three spot uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs and potentially the Ottawa Senators. Uh, one team we haven't really talked about is the Montreal Canadiens. They uh, didn't do much and they got rid of a lot more players. Well, I shouldn't say a lot more, but. You know, they, they definitely uh, traded away some guys that could have helped them. Uh, Carey Price probably isn't going to play, which he's kind of carried them the last couple of years as a goaltender. Uh, they do have Marty St. Louis as the head coach, you know, that they retained after he was the interim coach last year. But I see them finishing towards the bottom of the Atlantic division. Um, but overall, like I said, the Atlantic division is going to be really tough this year. Um, it's going to make for some exciting games every single night. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm thrilled to be able to bring you NHL and Tampa Bay Lightning coverage uh, at FL Teams. So stay locked into flteams.com, FL Teams YouTube, FL Teams Apple Podcasts, FL Teams Facebook and Twitter. Um, we'd love to hear your opinion on this. How do you how do you see the Atlantic Division shaping up? You know, we, we love how our fans at FL Teams um, comment and, and show that they care about about their their teams and how they have pride in their team so you're a lightning fan you're a panthers fan you know how do you think uh the division shapes up uh do you think it's one of the tough do you think it is the toughest division in the nhl we'd love to hear from you uh, we'd love to hear how you think the lightning are going to do this year as lightning fans and where they're going to finish and uh what might be some uh some players that might have some breakout seasons. Uh, obviously, the Lightning, you know, they're going to rely on their core. Uh, but, uh, you know, they're, they're going to need also guys that are going to have to step up, like Ross Colton, uh, you know, guys on that fourth line that have done a great job over the years. Uh, you know, they're going to need those guys. Uh, they're going to be without Sorelli and, uh, you know, for a little while, you know, he had shoulder shoulder surgery. Um, him and Bogosian. So those are two players that the Lightning are going to be without until they're recovered. Crawley might not be back till December. Um, so they're going to have to have the guys stepped up. Uh, they're they're definitely going to have to do that. And um, you know, but the Lightning definitely have guys. They have the Pat Maroons that have been there and done that. They have 
Ross Colton, who's had experience. Um, they have a healthy Braden Point coming back. Uh, hopefully Steven Stamkos, the captain, captain can stay healthy. Uh, all guys like that. But, uh, you know, definitely as we get to start training camp and in preseason, I think the Lightning are going to be looking for some guys to fill the void with Sorelli and uh, Bogosian out. Uh, obviously, guys like Sergachev uh, are going to have to uh, earn their money on defense. Victor Hedman, again, elite defenseman. Uh, him and Sergachev paired on defense. Don't forget, they brought back uh, Nemesnikov, who uh, is a real good friend with Kucherov. Brought him back. They uh, got Ian Cole from the Carolina Hurricanes, the defenseman. So, you know, uh, definitely they have uh, Myers. That they actually signed, uh, they trade. They got him in the trade when they traded Ryan McDonough to the National Predators. That they uh, kind of reworked his deal and signed him to a two-year deal. So obviously they see big things potentially out of him, which is why they they did that signing. So again, a lot to be excited about for the Tampa Bay Lightning, and uh, I'm excited to bring it to you at FL Teams, and uh, stay locked in to all the Tampa Bay Lightning NHL coverage. On FLTeams.com, FLTeams Facebook, FLTeams YouTube, FLTeams Apple Podcast, and Twitter. And until then, I'm Zach Milliron, and uh, we'll definitely have some great content coming your way. But we are here, folks, it's September, and we will have live hockey this month. Thank you for uh, watching and listening. Go Bolts!